episode of the OT podcast. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, as well as CastBox, and follow us on Instagram and Twitter if you want to stay up to date with all that we are doing. Um, so usually at this point, we always start with saying, these are your hosts, and you know the usual gang. Um, today is different because I'm not in Ottawa. I'm not in Canada. I'm actually currently back home. Uh, and it's actually a very nice experience to be able to say that because uh, I'm back home. I'm in Somaliland, alhamdulillah. I've been here for over a month now, I would say. And um, yeah, so it's my first time back. So that was a very big decision, a very big choice. It's my mom's first time back as well since she left. Um, alhamdulillah, I was able to get the time. I was able to coordinate it. And alhamdulillah, Allah allowed for me to come back home. Uh, so the thing with coming back home was... Uh, as I got older, I started doing more research about Somaliland, Hargeisa, Borame, which I'm actually from, which is about two hours outside of Hargeisa. And with that, I always started researching and finding people who are doing interesting work back home or uh, people who are not just diaspora, but people who are from uh, Hargeisa or Somaliland, born and raised, that are doing innovative, different things in order to help the country progress and develop. And one of the biggest aspects of me coming back home in uh, one of the biggest reasons I wanted to come back home is because there's something that happens here every single summer for the past 12 years now called the Hedegesa International Book Fair. It's one of the largest book fairs in East Africa. And with the Hedegesa International Book Fair, it happens at the Hedegesa Cultural Center, which is my favorite place in all of Hedegesa. Uh, Alhamdulillah, it's a really amazing place and I really love it here. And if you guys come to Hedegesa, or if you all, sorry, uh, all come to Hedegesa, I highly recommend that you come visit. Um, so it happens every year and with that, it happens usually at the end of July. So basically they pick a theme. Um, this year's theme was coexistence and they pick a guest country. This year's guest country was Egypt. And with that, uh, they have, um, it's kind of amazing. It's about five days and you know, they have performers, six days, they have performers, they have, um, local artists, they have international speakers, they have authors local and from abroad, they have diplomats who come here and it's a very accessible space in which they work to cultivate a space for not just youth to, um, I guess, access writing or to learn creative writing or, um, I guess just creating a space to have a love for books in general, but yeah, it's, amazing. I'm so happy Alhamdulillah, that I got to experience it. Yes, it's six days. There's different panels about being um, a woman in this space, um, in Somalia and talking about poetry because we know poetry is such a large facet of our Somali culture. Um, talking about history, politics, things like that. And there's panels that happen all day and as well, they even have programming for children. They have singers. Anyways, it's really great. They also have a lot of books on sale, Alhamdulillah, in English and in Somali. And they have diaspora who come back here to share their books. Anyways, I can talk incessantly about this all day. But before I came to Hedegesa, one of the people that I found on Twitter and I think Instagram was the pro I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this, the project manager of the Hedegesa Cultural Center. And I started following this individual on Twitter and Instagram and all the things that were happening at the Hedegesa Cultural Center and things like that. And once I came to Hedegesa, um Alhamdulillah one of the kindest individuals that I have met here, um, I have bothered them incessantly in order to get tickets to the book fair. Um, please introduce yourself. Hello. Uh, we decided to speak Somali. And English. And English. So I'm going to be covering the Somali part. Yes. That's it in short. 
Yes, and how long have you been working at the Hendiza? Um, actually, I came here um, for um, as a guest. Yeah. Uh, for Hagisa uh, International Book Fair 2017, mm -hmm. and I had a three weeks return ticket. Mm -hmm. And two years later, I'm still here. That's the crazy thing about when I first met Arsenal. I just assumed from the I assumed that you had had been born, raised uh, here, uh, stayed here. But Arsenal, you actually have a pretty interesting. Like you've you've lived in many places. True. Um, I was living in Sweden, um, and then I moved to the UK for three years, and then I came here for the book fair, and then I was like, okay, and now the book fair is over, yeah. and I got this job, and I was like, okay, why not? Let's try it out. So the super cool thing about you is, because I actually, I scheduled this interview with Prisma um, a few days ago at the Somaliland Awards. I actually ran into him coincidentally last, yesterday at a cafe, and um, learned a lot about you. But one really cool thing about you is you are an author as well, as the project manager here. So can you speak a little to that? Yes, Bugakta uh, Ankara wa Afsomali Qurayihin. So we have an Afro book on Qurayi, Afro fiction. The man to the Hikahali and Armahat Bushida, like Sri Bushida Lohormario, the Batwin Kitag, the Dalka, Hirasan and the Kahalia. So Bugig Afradu didn't be afraid of the Gah. I think you've seen it. Um, then Kaswa Haki and Dalkawin in a Sobandigo, so I came here for the, like, the book fair, as I said. Um, so yeah, Hno uh, Ankara. Um, that's my actually passion um, to write. And that's what you want to pursue. Definitely. Where did, because we all know that you from Somaliland like, and Somalia, like um, culture is very orally based mm -hmm. and like storytelling is a very large part of our culture. But would you say like your love for writing stemmed from your youth onwards? Or was it something you kind of found later in life? Um, like, okay. um, I used to read in, in Swedish, of course, that's my second language. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I love fiction. I still love fiction. Mm -hmm. Like, I only read fiction, which is, like, opinion, like, it's good to always read fiction or not, but, like, I, I don't care. Um, so, fiction, all the time. So, one challenge, and then, and then, back in 2007, yeah. when a friend of mine, um, immigrated to Europe, yeah, and then he came to uh, where I was staying in Sweden uh, back then, and then he talked about his uh, journey, mm. and it was it was it was like I couldn't it, it was crazy like what he was talking about I didn't know that existed like mm -hmm. I I couldn't imagine that he went through all that just to come to Sweden, so he said oh, I need to write it, this because uh, yeah yeah I need you to help me to uh, write this down and to record it and whatever. So that was my Facebook, and it's still not complete. Really? Yeah, it's still on the shelf, waiting to be published. Okay. And it's not done. So that was that's when when I realized, oh, actually, I can write. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. The Koiski family also yes, Hapta, and then they were like, oh, this is good writing. Yeah. And then after that, I started with other books. Like there are so many books that are not complete. Yeah. Because that is what, what authors do, I guess. Yeah. Just save these books for like later, um, but that was my first work, and it's still not done. So it's sitting on the shelf somewhere. Yeah. Do you think that it's? Do you think like as you change and grow as an author, like how you write is changing and growing too? Well, I remember she um, quoted her back in two thousand thirteen. I used to share them online. They're still on my website, by the way. Um, 
ديبر كانوا اخري انا نسيت لبس السوري بس لايك كرينج سو يا اوف كورس يو ديفلوب اوف كورس يو 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 جرو within the field so yeah definitely writer's block is that something you experienced oh yeah definitely for the last two years actually really yeah mm-hmm. uh, i don't know th- i think the reason is uh the reason is because i'm really really busy with working with the visual center developing the visual center um starting uh new um uh, new ways of of reaching out to other um, societies within somaliland um so yeah Uh, since I'm working like 15, 16 hours a day, I do not have the time to write, to be creative, whatever. Um, so I think for the last two years, that's that's where I think um, where I think it declined. And I mean, that's something I need to work on. Yeah. So yeah, for the last two years, I've been I've been struggling with that. I feel like like to come back to your writing, but like the cultural center is probably one of the biggest. pieces of Hedegesa, I'd say a lot, mm. it kind of does feel like a bit of a heart of Hedegesa, mm. because for folks who don't really know too much about the history of Somaliland or things like mm. that, the Hedegesa Cultural Center can feel, I don't know, I feel like the Hedegesa Cultural Center has been built to feel like a home, because whenever I come here, I feel super comfortable, I feel welcomed, I feel, and that's besides the fact that Esmail will say to you a thousand times, so do I love, that's his favorite statement, um, so with that, Uh, yeah, I feel like you guys, sorry, you all have really worked to create and cultivate a very welcoming environment, which on hands of the back, you know, you, the executive director of drama, of that drama, because he's too old for me to call by his first name, um, people like that, you worked really hard to create a very great space. But I also wonder, like, the seeing the Hedegese International Book Fair, and I've only seen it this year, but what I've seen online, it gets bigger and bigger every year. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, The biggest was actually um, 2018, uh, because we haven't, uh, we don't have the uh, actual numbers since it was just last uh, last week, mm-hmm. uh, for 2019, so we do not have the actual numbers. But for 2018, we had uh, more than 10,000 people, uh, visitors, mm-hmm. that came to the center. And that is huge. Like that, that is the biggest literary festival um in east africa so yeah uh, it's growing each, each year uh, we started with three days uh, for example back in 2008 that's mm. when we started it was only three days it was short people didn't know the concept of be, having a book fair so uh, we completely like we, we we had other elements that we 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 had um it's, it was like um, for example we had what you call a uh, movie library So we had like books in the cars and, and we were like moving every uh, region and every city in the country and to, to like donate books, tell them about uh, what books um, we actually do. Um, I mean, we can take it, um, we can take it for granted when we, when we know about books now, but like back then it was like public library wasn't something that was uh, a concept at all. So to make people understand the importance of books the importance of national libraries, the importance of of readers' clubs, all those things were mm-hmm. going at the same time. And then all it, it became like a movement. Um, public libraries, readers' clubs established ASAP after that, and then it, it grew each year. So now, for example, last um, last book that we had last year, uh, no, last week, I mean, 2019, um, we had 11 region, uh, um, readers' clubs from all of the regions and the cities of Samana. also from Chikajiga, which is Ethiopia. So you can imagine like all these regional uh, readers clubs coming to Hargeza and then it became like it became something natural now. Mm-hmm. And then today, actually, 
I was invited into the uh, opening ceremony of Borama Book Fair, your hometown. Esmeralda <laughs> knows. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So uh, that is the uh, second book fair in Somalia. It was huge. Um, I was talking about the importance of making it sustainable and what else they can do. So I, I had a meeting after, the, after my speech to, um, with one of the, uh, with three of the uh, um, uh, people who, who run the, the event. Mm. And I told them like, guys, we are here to develop, develop this with you if you need anything. And they had so many questions. I could give, I gave them what I could at the, t yeah. at the time, at the moment. And then uh, we exchanged contacts and they already knew about us. So they will be back here and visit us next week when the book face over at the bottom of the book fair. So when they're done, they're gonna be here. So it's 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 like from start until now, it's like huge, huge step. And I would say like I when I first visited the um, <laughs> Hedegas Cultural Center a month ago, I think I came and the crazy thing about Hedegas Cultural Center, it opens at what time? Eight. And what time do you close? Uh, the library is the last entity that closed and it's nine thirty p.m. So I literally came to the cultural center at like maybe like eight p.m. and Esma mm -hmm. was in his office. Like you will, if you are looking for Esma, you go to the cultural <laughs> center. You will find him there at all times because months before the book fair, because it, it is the biggest event mm -hmm. from the cultural center. But you're here all day. Basically, I go home just to sleep, and then I come back when I when I. Go. But even when you're sleeping, you're thinking about the book fair. I was actually dreaming about the book fair. I was I was dreaming about me uh, um, talking uh, to staff on walkie talkies during my sleep. Which is what you were literally doing during the book fair. Exactly. Every time I caught you, you were on <laughs> you were on the mics or someone was trying to find you. Exactly. But my question is like, observing the book fair for the first time, it was really interesting seeing the way that it was cultivating a space for international mm. speakers, but at the same time, you're working to cultivate a space for local yes. spaces. Mm. How do you navigate that? Yeah, I mean, it's a um, you can do it in both ways. You can either either take your culture and then take it, it to an international platform, mm -hmm. or you can take the international platform back home mm -hmm. and let these two uh, cultures on, and ideas and discussions meet. Mm -hmm. So we do the latter one. Uh, we we bring internationals to Hadiza, yeah. and that's how we create discussions. Uh, this year, for example, we had we had Egypt, yeah, and then we had. Uh, in total, 23 countries. Um, so yeah, 23 countries. People uh, from all these nations coming to to Hargeisa, yeah. uh, having discussions and uh, the way forward and the similarities we have, the challenges, what, mm -hmm. whatever. Like that's how we create um, um, discussions and, 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 and ideas and idea, ideas come up in that way. So. Yeah, uh, it's a platform where, where locals and internationals meet. It's a platform where um, uh, youth and elders meet because we have all these uh, older generation of poets. Mm -hmm. You must have uh, seen them here. The Bashir Hadi, Hassan Gene, so many like Muhammad, Mahabe, um, um, all these people. And then we have the younger generation of poets and, and writers. So it's a platform where they meet and mm -hmm. like uh, share um, experience and ideas and like that so it's it's a um, it's a home for for everyone literally mm -hmm. like it's a home um uh, people come here like hundreds of people visit the cultural center daily mm -hmm. whether they're coming for the for the library or for the art gallery that we have here or for the events mm -hmm. uh so uh, you can imagine what would happen if we close the center today mm -hmm. like all these people wouldn't find a proper place to come to mm -hmm. and to make their research 
like using the library or meeting other scholars or meeting the poets uh, the older generation all these things or even just a place to like i know it's weird to say but even a place just to make friends because definitely for diaspora it can be very intimidating to come back home or even people who are you know born and raised here it can be very difficult to make friends and i feel like like okay so with you having lived in sweden and the uk you know the concept of community centers right community spaces where people can feel comfortable in order to access the space and the cultural center is a community space right yes, it is. that is that mm. should be anyone should feel comfortable but one thing that i wonder about is with like going back to the book fair how do you navigate having white professionals or white speakers in the space because having white historians or political analysts or things like that how do you have them in the space speaking about somaliland when a lot of them are for example british which we know that we quote they colonized us mm. or having people who are somalilanders yeah. sitting in an audience listening to white people speak about their own nation mm. one of the history of the country they originate from is mm. our colonizer mm. so i wonder how do you navigate that mm. space that's exactly what we do yeah that and the reason we do is because of what you just said yeah. you know uh, if we do not create this platform for locals to meet these international um, uh, scholars mm -hmm. we have local scholars who, who who are really well educated so if you do not create that space for for, uh, um, for these people to meet and to discuss you we will always have that mentality of oh they are colonizers we're not gonna like something scary you know mm -hmm. so we want to move move beyond that that um, uh, those borders and to actually talk about what happened to actually talk about what, what, what these scholars uh, uh, believe in and what the reality is. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, it's them going back to their own countries, yeah. being ambassadors for Somaliland, because the cultural center and the um, this international book, book fair uh, also is a place where we promote uh, Somaliland's cause. So it's not, it's not just a literary festival, it's also a place where we uh, uh, teach people about Somaliland. So mm -hmm. 23 different nations going back to their own countries talking about Somaliland today mm -hmm. is something huge. So that is, uh, that's how you, how you change the, uh, the narrative for your own country. Um, um, and, and that's how you um, affect other people as well. Do you think it's a bad, I wonder, because as someone who, because you were invited in 2017 as an author. Yes. So, but you ended up staying, <laughs> you ended up staying here and I wonder, like, is it a good thing that you're an author and the project manager, or is it something that hinders you at the same time? Because you, as the project manager, you want to get this done, you want to get it done efficiently, effectively, and streamlined, but as an author, you want to make it a great space for authors. So do you see it as a strength and a weakness, or like both? It is a strength, actually. Uh, personally, it's a weakness, because I, I won't do anything creative for mm -hmm. myself. Mm -hmm. Like... Um, of course, I grow uh, uh, as a person. Um, I get all these contacts, and and, and I, I love working with creative people. Mm -hmm. So meeting all these artists, poets, um, painters, mm -hmm. um, whatever, like all these different like directors, producers, every day, mm -hmm. that 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 is huge. That's something that I get um, uh, every day. Um, but like personally, it's a weakness, like mm -hmm. because I want I want have the time to produce something mm -hmm. on my own uh, and for my, uh, for my uh, audience. So yes, strength, uh, because I know how, how creative people think, what they need. I can, I, like, 
um, I understand uh, like what they need from the cultural center. Yeah. Uh, they come to me as an author, as a fellow author, uh, sometimes, mm -hmm. and they tell me what they need, mm -hmm. and then we we try to find a common ground and what we can do together. So that's a strength in that way. Uh, and also being a project manager me means that you take all these um, other elements that strengthens your your ability to 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 get things done. And being an author is one of them. So personally, it's a weakness. Yeah. But uh, professionally, it's, it's really strange. Which is such a difficult thing to battle, right? Exactly. Um, yeah, true. Because like you're working as a project manager in order to cultivate a space for other people to have accessibility to creativity mm. and to help them grow as an author. But with that, you're stifling your own growth. Exactly. I mean, um, imagine like we have um, one, of, one of the things we have is like workshops, uh, creative writing workshops and, and, and trainings. Um, the last one we had was just before the book fair this year uh, in early July. Did and you participate? I, like, I, I, like I would do anything yeah. to participate in that. Yeah. But then I was managing it. Yeah. So I did not have the time to actually sit down and learn from these uh, great uh, teachers and trainers. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, that's that's what it's a weakness for your own uh, mm -hmm. self, but it's a, like strength because you you give so much to your other like uh, um, fellow authors and and other creative people. But yes, but you do it at the sacrifice of yourself because we literally spoke about this yesterday, mm. like last night, about the concept of a full cup and you're consistently dumping yourself into mm. other people's cup mm. and then what are you left with? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm finding the happiness of helping others. Uh, oh God, that's such a good answer. I hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> guys, if you want to know someone as well, he's like the kindest person ever. So he'll always, he'll always come with that, that mm. with that perfect answer. But do you, as the cultural center grows, are you, you're doing it at sacrificing yourself, your creativity? And that's something that you kind of do for like too much forever. Yeah, it's true. So yeah, um, I do understand that at the time. Yeah. Um, and I know that what I'm doing is actually um, uh, other like it's it's good for other people. Uh, they are young, um, particularly female artists in different like mm -hmm. fields who actually like came out because of the center. Who 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 get these names and uh, uh, getting get the recognition they deserve mm -hmm. so well. So uh, looking at that gives me like the pleasure I need. Yeah. But then in the end, of course, like um, like two years of my life uh, isn't that much. Mm -hmm. if, you, if, you, if you look at the overview of, of, of my life, like two years is not much. It's mm -hmm. not that much. He's not that old, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, there's always a way of combining uh, self-growth and, and helping others. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's what I will work on in the future as well. But how do you, because you stayed in Hedekei, you lived in Hedekei since how old? Uh, 15, 16. And then you left and you came back. Mm. So are you, would you say you're considered a Corbuchor? Yes. <laughs> so do you, but do you feel like Hedekei is home to you? Uh, yes. Both yes and no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, in a way that it's this is where where I was born. Mm -hmm. Like um, yeah, I, like I was I was away from home for like 15, 16 years, but still, when I first came back, um, I remember the shock I had. Like mm -hmm. it was back in two thousand and thirteen, I think, 
um, everything, like I was so scared of driving, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, I was so scared of asking people, uh, what a bottle of water costs, because it's known to everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 2.5k shilling, so I'm not Depends on where you go, guys. <laughs> but like, those simple things that, yeah. that, 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 that everyone knows. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you're on the bus, you ask for the fare. Um, yeah. And like, I, I found that difficult. I found that like, um, uh, the way of people are relaxed here. Um, it drove me crazy because I needed to get things done. Mm-hmm. And then here, like people, like not everyone, of course, but like in, in general, people woke, w- w- wakes up, uh, wake up in the morning and they're like, okay, let's do it in the afternoon. And then in the afternoon, I was like, ah, it's nine, let's do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, these um, kind of things, uh, they drove me crazy in the beginning. And then I came back several times. And then back in 2017, I came back, like, back for good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know yet what I'm going to do after this or uh, mm-hmm. how long I'm going to stay in Somaliland, but mm-hmm. I know it's my home. Um, so I don't really, um, I don't think we should think um, like, oh, now this is my homeland, I have to stay, you know? Uh, have, have, uh... It's like you never want to be, like, like speaking like for myself, I don't want to be stagnant in life, like I don't want to tie mm. myself down to one place. Yeah. And I feel like, like I was saying this to you yesterday, it was like, I don't want to ever, subhanAllah, like I have a home, you know mm. what I mean? Like mm. Ottawa is my home. Mm. But at the same time, it's like, I feel like I don't want to have ever, it's going to sound so bad. I don't want to ever feel like I have to be tied down to one place because of people. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that I don't want genuine human connections because I do. Obviously, I want to get married. I want to have kids. Whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala plans for me may be good, but I don't want to ever feel stuck in one place. Just because, because yeah. yeah, because that's not who I am. Like, yeah. I am the type of person yeah. where yeah. I constantly want change and I want things to constantly be changing and moving and progressing. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like I... Being in Hedavisa now for over a month, like, yeah, I love it here. I think it's great. Could I see myself living here? 100% I could. Mm. I could spend a portion of time here. But I don't ever want to tie myself mm. down to mm. one place mm. because I feel like that stifles creativity. And what is a life to live if you if you route yourself down to one place? There you go. You know what there I mean? There you go. You have all the answers. Why do I even have you on the podcast? <laughs> but even like, like, I feel like though with you, like the idea of constantly moving it's mm. not constantly moving, but constantly moving, it probably helps in creativity, right? Constant inspiration. Definitely, definitely. Um, I mean, I'm very spontaneous. Uh, I never know what I'm going to do. Uh, so that's why, like, if if people ask me, like, back in 2017, just before I got here, what are you going to do in the future? Mm. I would say, I don't know. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm writing, of course, but, like, more than that, I do not plan that much. Of course, I have a vision of, of where I want to be in 10 years, five years. But how to do that, I do not plan in detail, and most of the time it ends well. Anyway, uh, so I, I, got, I got here, I got this job, I was like, okay, let's stay. You know? So like yeah. two years later, I'm still here. Um, I know for sure I'm not going to be uh, in Hargeisa for my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and like, so, but I don't know when I'm going to leave either. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's... I'm very spontaneous and I don't really think about the future that much as such as it like it might create um, instability in me mm-hmm. um, or uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know it's going to end well every time, <laughs> hopefully. Uh, so yeah. 
So you're writing. Yeah. And not just that, you own an online bookstore. True. Bookland store. Four bucks. Okay, yeah. so out of your books, which is your favorite? Is that a crazy question? Is that like asking someone who's their favorite like parent or your favorite sibling? Mm, no, not the same maybe. I don't know. Uh, I have mm. a favorite. It's the last one, of course. Okay. So it's always, I think oh, it's always been the last one that I've written. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's still there, I, um, like I've grown uh, much uh, since the last one every time. Mm-hmm. So I think it's always going to be like um, uh, the last one I did. So yeah, so this this matter, yeah. And what is it about? It is about three you different. You wrote it in Somali. It's in so Somali. So I'll in Somali. Actually, I promised that I was going to speak I Somali. I know. You can speak English. <laughs> I and guys, there's something you should know. Every time I see Ismail, he always speaks to me in English, and I always get offended because I'm like, Ismail, I speak Somali. I can understand. Mm. So tell us in Somali. Hey, uh, I'm going to speak in English. so um she's there and I've been keeping choked out Alan Kalakadani, Manta twenty five, hey tomorrow twenty six, hey, uh, offer Lufa Hay, and then Habinkas, a local Mesa. You know, his to Luhisi, Alan Kaluhisi, Hachoga, the Tonohisi, um, Fernanita Anka, the Lefani Bachoga, so Hawking comes at Trippity Singer, he had Gisa, twenty six tunes and district, Ayala Choga. And then, well, I are here. So, well, it's a big story of Hassati, a machete, a little bit of a little And then, a yard to be so big, me and Ninka. Ninki is Pagnian. Ninka so Katrisana, Eden Kilon Chisomal and Kamakops, and Katrisana, the Denmarki, Alan Kisomal and Heshe, what is Somali Litigi, and then said, when we do win so. Um, could you like he couldn't be really key? Hello, but delay in the Somali. Yeah, I'm not really the Kaka. Okay, So, for that reason, I'm not a Hassab in Gisalaga Kabaninki, you came with Shoko. Child came So, child the other um, Sidney um, Hasata, Ingriska, Suhi State, the Galki Lian Luxokari, Ingriska, Musomelan, Octagas, British Melan Luxokari. So Hiawa has to be with Nick Abbey Narrate. She wanted to get rid of him, like leave me alone, uh, white people, basically. That's what I said. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, he's really the Hofma as an activist. So, Taswamit of Kalabano was Sahara. Sahara Halada in an English chokta, uh, twenty fourteen behe, um, Nibis Chanania was good senior and three months later. The plot kidip, she'll get a good money. Thank you, Bristol, your London behind to us. We should get a good money. So, either no Halis and Lushida, struggles kid between Kahista, um, of course, the hat, Bahawi and Ali, Ali one or Rama, we took it so cheddar. Um, so, 
وحيو حصل بي سو صدح ذا قف ايك لدون كنول صدح وقتي اوك لدون كنول صدح ميلو اوك لدون دم مان تمي ولي بوثو لي هي دباتوين غار احبسنا لكن they all linked دمان تمي سو حيزي من اوه Damn, I smell stop. Don't tell people anymore because it sounds very good. Very good. I love it. So, where can people find your writing? On Amazon uh, or in Hagisa in Somaliland. And if people want to find you and support you and contact you, what is the best way? The best way is on social media. Uh, you just write on my name, Ismail Ubah. Yeah. Um, and then it will pop up. Search and on Google. And that's how folks can find you. Yeah. And if they dig a little bit, they can find your old writing that can make them cringe a little bit. Smaalubah.com or my writings out there. Okay. Guys, wallahi, like to be honest, I, alhamdulillah, like there are people in Haragisa that I'm consistently inspired by, that I like what they're doing, that I, you know, you're seeking um, inspiration and seeing what they're doing and how they're working to push the country forward. So alhamdulillah, after um, hesitating and finally cornering Ismail, he agreed very easily. Uh, so yeah, Jazakumullah for being on the podcast. I very much appreciate it. Thank you so much. And welcome back to Somalia anytime. Um, yeah. Who knows? I might just end up here living here. You never know. But yeah. yeah. So guys, um, you can find Esmail's work online. I'm going to link everything down below. Inshallah. Um, if you come to the Hedegiza Cultural Center, you'll probably find him around uh, in his office or perhaps hiding from people because everyone's looking for him. Um, but I will link everything down below. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram just to stay up to date with everything we're doing. So Jazakumullah. Guys, Assalamu alaikum.